Hey, it's the Fat Guys in Little Coats. This is Jonathan. And Pete. And we're going to talk about Steel City Con Day 1. Alright, so we arrived here about 10 o'clock this, uh, this morning when we checked in and uh, we headed over to the con. Uh, Pete and I are three-day pass holders, so we get to go in a little bit earlier than everyone else. So, uh, Pete, we went, we got our bat, we got our, uh, what the heck are these things called? Our wrist bracelets. Yeah. And uh, we went in. That was exciting. It was exciting. Yes, it was exciting. So what do we usually do when we go into these things? Well, first thing we do is we usually just check out the rows and rows and rows and rows of artists, cards, toys. Comic books. Um, we, we go to celeb area to see if anybody's there yet. Of course, no one was there yet. Um, yeah, so... At this con, you know, it's not really a comic con. I think uh, Pete and I got into the habit of calling it a comic con, but it's really not a comic con. Uh, they have everything there, and comics are really a really small part of it. Um, they, like we said, they have toys. They have so many toys from the from the eighties and and forward. Even some stuff going from the seventies and a little bit uh, earlier. Um, you know, we saw GI Joe cards. Uh, toys on their cards. We saw Transformers in their boxes. We saw loose Star Wars figures. We saw all sorts of things uh, in the realm of toys. Uh, there's uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, some maybe not so legal of shows that aren't <laughs> on officially on DVD or Blu-ray yet. Uh, you have your cosplay people on us now. We have our cosplay people. So we saw a who did we say? We saw no Harley Quinn so no far. No Harley Quinn so far. We saw Wonder Woman, uh, we, Bombshell. We sure, Bombshell, Wonder Woman. Uh, plenty of Harry Potter, and that's because they're one of the two of the celebrities are the the, twi the twins. Right, the brothers, the uh, Fred and George, the twin, the Weasley twins are yeah. here. Yeah, there's a lot of Harry Potter cosplay, a lot of kind of goth slash steampunk stuff that I didn't recognize. Star Trek. The, oh yes, a lot of Star Treks. A lot of no red shirts. So that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we saw. Uh, there was there was like three tables filled with trading cards from back in the day, base old baseball cards, um, TV shows, TV movies. shows, movies, comic book cards, Indiana all Jones. Indiana Jones still in their wax packs with their gum. So, you know, that's a nasty gum. Buy the cards, don't chew the gum is my suggestion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we got the lay of the land. We saw where everything was. Um, and then we kind of came back to the hotel to chill out for a bit. Um, we had to pre-register to, to meet our our hero. That's family. right. Before we came back to the hotel, so we had two major goals for this uh, con. One was to get an autograph for a friend of ours, Lavar Burton, who played Jordy the Forge on Star Trek: Next Generation and Punta Cana Roots, uh, and also hosted Reading Rainbow on PBS. Our second goal was to get a picture with uh, Tom Wilson, who played Biff Tannen in the Back to the Future movies. Uh, so we had to pre-register to get our photo taken with uh, Mr. Wilson, and we did that first thing. Uh, the stars weren't there yet. Yeah, so, I mean, some of the things that you need to do here at Steel, Steel City is they do they offer, all the celebrities usually offer a photo op, um, which is kind of like a private um, picture by a professional photographer, as well as, you know, they have their tables where they do individual selfies and autographing and all those type of things. So in order to get the private session, you need to pre-register ahead of time 
for whatever celebrity that you choose. And of course, everybody has their own prices. Right. So there's a every table will have their price guide of how much for an autograph, how much for a picture, uh, how much for, a, for an autograph picture. Um, you know, to do what we did was a certain price. You know, you can get, you can pay one price and, and get, you know, maybe up to five people in the picture, but you only get the one photo. Uh, so Pete, Pete and I paid the one price. We were both in the picture. Uh, and we're going to share custody of the picture. We're going to share custody of the picture. And you can see that picture on our uh, our Twitter and Facebook page as well. Right, Pete. I'm glad you brought that up because you can find us on Facebook at uh, Fat Guys in Little Coats. Uh, just put that into your Facebook search and we'll come up. And please, uh, if you find us and you like us, uh, uh, follow us, like us, uh, comment. We'd love to hear Share back. Us. Share us. We'd love to hear back from the, uh, from the listeners. So what's our Twitter handle, Pete? It's Fat Guys, little, L-I-L, coat. That's our Twitter page. All right, great. So find us on Twitter and uh, Facebook. And like we said earlier, share, like, comment, uh, get involved. Anything we talk about today in regards to pictures or uh, we're going to post some pictures of uh, of what we did at the con today and also uh, – some menu pictures of where we ate, which we'll talk about in a few. Uh, that's all going to be on the Facebook and the Twitter pages. So uh, please find us there. Okay, so let's get back to the con. So uh, after we came back and rested a little bit, uh, we went back and we waited in line. But we didn't wait together in line because I wanted to go meet Richard Dreyfus. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned, but the celebrities all have a handler that kind of handles their money and talks to the people to fans for them and, and, and explains how the process works. Um, I really think most of the celebrities have very little to do when it comes to handling the money or anything like that. I think they, they understand their job is to sit there, shake a hand, talk for a few minutes and, and sign or take a picture. And look pretty. Yeah, and I think they like it better that way. Like, they don't worry about the minutia of, of, of the whole thing. Um, so I went to go meet Richard Dreyfus, not to get an autograph or anything, but just to shake his hand. I mean, the guy's been in some great movies. Uh, and I wanted to talk to him about uh, Jaws. What about Bob? What about Bob and um, Mr. Holland's Opus? So while I was in the Richard Dreyfus line, uh, also he was a very he was a very pleasant man. He was spending like five to ten minutes with each person, which was making the line go really slow. But good for him that he was so personable. Uh, while I was in that line, Pete, were you? What were you up to? I was standing in line waiting for Tom Wilson, meeting some interesting, interesting characters. People that love the movie Back to the Future more than I could ever say, I knew. Um, made me look like a poser, to be honest with you, with some of the minor details that they were discussing, and not even not even I knew what was going on. Yeah, it's funny. One of the, one of the things about coming to a, a con like this is, um, you know, in our little worlds around our family and friends. We're the Back to the Future nerds. We're the ones that know all about the movies and things like that. and Making the quotes. And making the quotes and, and talking about this scene or that scene. Well, you come to these things and, and you're definitely going to meet people that have a greater knowledge base than you in almost anything. And it's a humbling experience um, because, like Pete said, there was a gentleman correcting him about yeah. whatever thought he had on yeah. Back to the Future. And again, there's also, there are also people wearing... The Back to the Future costumes, uh, some obscure shirts like 
uh, save uh, re reelect Goldie Wilson. If you don't know who that is, he's uh, the mayor when Marty is in 1985, and then he meets him back in in 1955 as the um, the janitor waiter at uh, Ed's Diner. Is it Ed's Diner? I, th- I can't remember. I think, so. I think it's Ed. I know later it's the 80s Cafe. Yes, 80s Cafe. <laughs> in 2015. And yeah, and it's also a um, a uh, a gym back in 1985. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Save the Clock Tower, um, which was from the flyer. He's sort of shirt or two of those. Um, so, yeah. So, Pete was meeting, well, he was meeting that interesting person in his life. I was meeting, uh, well, I didn't meet them, but I was in front of two very interesting cosplayers dressed as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. And um, they were young. They're, if they were 21, that'd, that'd be old. Um, but their costumes looked really good. And the handler for Richard Dreyfus came from behind the table, approached these two uh, Wayne and Garths, and um, asked them, you know, or, do you just like Wayne and Garth, or do you really know about the movies? And they said, no, we know about the movies. So he said, I'm going to film you guys and ask you the question that I want you to answer with Wayne and Garth. And he started filming them and asking them these questions, and they were doing their best to respond to them. And I was just having this moment, Pete, where you ever have that thing where you felt embarrassed for someone else? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so I was going through that. I felt bad for these kids. But, you know, that's my own thing because they seem to be having fun uh, and a good time with the um, with the handler. And he actually kind of paid it back to them later because they wanted a certain type of autograph that they had to pay a little extra for and they didn't have enough cash. So he kind of let it slide by like $5. So I thought that was very generous of him. Um now, so we get to the point where I was one person away from meeting Richard Dreyfus, and uh, I was standing there waiting patiently. And what happened, Pete? All of a sudden, Tom Wilson comes running basically down the aisle, and I was like, "John, it's time for a picture." So you had to get out of line for Richard Dreyfus. Yes, I had to leave the line before I got to meet Richard Dreyfus, and I had to go into the photograph line. Uh, Pete, you want to talk about how this photograph system works? Sure. It's like. Uh, raising cattle basically and herding them because you go in and out as fast as you can. They're like, give me your ticket, take the picture, and get out. Ultimately, that's what it's kind of like. Yeah, you you barely have time to say hi or shake the guy's hand. I mean, they do it, and we understand why. Um, oh, you know what I forgot to mention, Pete? What celeb came in while we were waiting online? Oh, Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page. And the only reason... Uh, Pete's, Pete's line was closer to the door than where I was. And the only reason I knew Diamond Dallas Page had entered was because I heard a commotion. I looked over, and I see these hands in the air in the shape of a diamond come slamming down, and I hear, bang! <laughs> I was like, yeah, DDP is here. That's the way you used to enter into the ring, just for those who are not the wrestling aficionados as John is. Right, so uh, he actually ran into the photo. Uh, he was running late, I believe. Right, Someone's yeah, he was coming from Atlanta, where there is snow yeah, exactly. tonight. Apparently, they can't handle snow. Anymore. Yeah, so if you're from Atlanta, you know we're telling the truth. Don't get mad. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> yeah, he went into the photo area and he took a bunch of pictures quickly, uh, but he wasn't in there long because he had to go to his table to sign autographs. So there was some shuffling of the schedule for him. So getting back to our Tom Wilson story is, so we go in, um, oh, I brought a prop with me. I brought a 
a replica of Gray Sports Almanac, which plays a pivotal role in Back to the Future Part Two. Now, inside it, it's just a notebook, uh, blank line pages. Um, but the cover and the back cover are exact replicas of the prop they used in the movie. So, I had gotten that from a subscription box a few months ago, and I knew if we were going to meet um, Tom Wilson, I, I should bring it. I was actually contemplating getting him to sign it, but we opted for the picture. Um, so, Pete and I had a discussion about two things. A, should we... Ask him if you want. Ask him if he'll hold it or if we should hold it. And B, if we're going to ask him to hold it, which one of us is going to ask him? And Pete, what was the result of that conversation? Well, I thought the best way to do that is your almanac. <laughs> and almanac. Um, I really thought about saying I would do it, but, you know, I passed on the honor to you. Yeah. Oh, is that what you did? <laughs> you passed the honor on to me. It was an honor. So you were being selfless. I was being selfless, okay, yes. Okay, thanks. As Pete. I normally am. Yes, I didn't realize that was your... Uh, intention behind that. Alright, so it was decided that I would ask Mr. Wilson to hold the um, almanac while we uh, took the picture. So we went in there, I shook his hand, said nice to meet you, Pete shook his hand, said nice to meet you. I said, would you mind holding this for me? Uh, Pete, he said yes with his mouth, but what did he say with his eyes? Go to H-E-L-W hockey sticks. There's too many L's, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I was spilling all the L's. There's like a lot of L's. That's how bad you could tell he's yes, mad. Yes, <laughs> um, And if you think we're imagining this, go to Twitter and or Facebook and you'll see the picture. Now, it's only a picture of Mr. Wilson and Pete, uh, but there's a reason I was so easy to cut out of that picture. He was turned, his body was turned entirely toward Pete. He had his arm around Pete Big smile. I was just, I looked like some guy that just kind of wandered into the picture. Um, he was photobombing. He, yeah. <laughs> I paid to photobomb my own photo. Um, but to be fair, he held the almanac and it's in the picture and I'm in the picture. So I'm happy. That's right. Um, now, you might think you'd walk away thinking, oh, this guy's a jerk or whatever. And I did a little bit, I'll be honest with you. But it didn't last long because when he was done with the photos, and when he was very, very gregarious. He was coming out of the booth. He was making jokes. Uh, he's really putting a lot of people at ease. He, he, he seems to be a very jovial and, and, and jokey type of person. So after the pictures, he had his Q&A. Um, so uh, Pete and I had already planned to go to the Q&A, and, and I was curious because he's notoriously known for being tired of answering Back to the Future questions. And uh, so we wound up going to the Q&A, and um, this is what happened at the Q&A. So at the Q&A, um, what goes on is really, it's a Q&A. You know, the star comes in, they sit down, the audience gets to answer questions. Um, but Mr. Wilson didn't do that, Pete. No, he didn't. I mean, mo like John said, most of the, the celebrities will come out, they'll stand on the stage and say, okay, what questions do you have? Uh, you do get... Uh, every once in a while, some of these uh, more out, putting on a show type of feel, and that's what kind of Tom brought to the to the table. Oh, absolutely! He came up to the podium. He made some jokes, um, some some Ohio thing, which I didn't follow because I'm not from the uh, area. So for John, not for those that don't know or do watch football, um, if you're an Ohio State fan, the biggest chant that they do is they go. Half the crowd goes, oh, and the rest of them goes, 
um, I, I-O, H-O and I-O. Oh, hi-O. It's really, it's a football thing, ultimately. <laughs> oh, okay. So his, well, his big joke was, well, they spelled Ohio, so I want to get the chant started where I go P-E, and he wanted the crowd to spell the rest of the word Pennsylvania. And, uh, well, we, if you're from Pennsylvania, half of them can't spell it. Yeah, we didn't catch on. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, I understand the joke, and it was funny, actually, if you think about it. It was funny. Um, but that's how he opened the show, and then he took, he busted out a ukulele, which he carried around with him in a nice little case, and he sang a song about being uh, a celebrity, about being more important than us. Very tongue-in-cheek, very, uh, you can tell this is not how he truly feels, but... He was saying, yeah, the song said things like, hey, I'm famous, so that means I'm smarter than you, or I'm better than you, and, and we, we work harder than you, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and it was funny. It was very tongue-in-cheek. He was very funny, and I enjoyed it. Um, and then he proceeded to kind of pre-answer questions that he seems to get a lot, mostly about Back to the Future. And he told some really great stories just about making the movies, about meeting a lot of the famous old Western actors, um, the the uh, the people that taught him how to ride horses and 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 quick draw from his holster, uh, just great stories. And you can tell he's a big fan of um, of old movies. Yeah, well, that's that was the key. The question came up: What was your favorite of the three movies? And in a long, long-winded way, he basically said the third one because he loves the westerns and he was he, you know he was talking about some of the guys that he worked with. Or worked on the movie with who were worked with like the great John Ford and other actors from the 40s and the 50s, and even a little bit earlier before that in the great westerns. So, you know, he really you could tell that he liked doing what he was doing, right? And he appreciated the history of Hollywood, yeah, absolutely. And that in a way, he was a fanboy realizing he got to work with these um, older actors from the from these heydays of Hollywood. Um, so it was really good stories. Uh, and then he did actually answer some questions that we asked. Uh, um, I got to ask a question about a, a movie that he isn't very well known for that didn't really do very well, but I think it's a really good movie. It's called Blood In, Blood Out. It's from the early 90s. If you get a chance, watch it. It's really good. Um, and there was a, a special guest star to ask a question. There's definitely two highlights to the, to the show. The first, the special guest star came and asked, uh, a wonderful question, the great Lou Ferrigno, or better known as the Hulk. Um, they kind of bantered back and forth. I thought it was a, a really good piece, and it was good to see that the two celebrities were kind of, you know, enjoying each other's uh, fame, so to speak, and, you know, showing that there is some, you know, friendship and partnership, and everybody knows everybody in Hollywood type of thing. Right. Right, yeah, it was nice to see him. I saw that early with LeVar Burton and Don Most, who was Ralph Mel from Happy Days. Um, yeah, it's just nice to know, because, I don't know, for me it kind of makes him a little bit more normal. Um, so Lou Ferdinand asked a question, and then there was a second one, you were saying? Yeah, the second one, and I think it's probably my favorite part of the, of the Q&A, is when, he, when they were talking about his transition from Biff, young Biff to old Biff to Griff, to Tant to Buford, Buford um, and how he the one best the best part of that was when he did the intro, the the scene from the cafe the cafe 
Right, when they walk into the cafe. Yep. So I believe the line is, Hey, McFly, I thought I told you never to come in here again. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. So he winds up saying it, uh, like acting it in front of us as uh, 1950s Biff, um, 2015 Griff, and 1885's Buford Tannen. Oh, yeah, 1885's Buford Tannen, you're right. And you could tell that he really takes his craft seriously because, I mean, it really, if you didn't see it in person, you would think it was three different people saying that that line. Yeah, that same line. And But, I mean, it was so, you know, I looked at Pete when he was doing it. I'm like, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're here seeing Tom Wilson read these lines. You know, it's it's like... Uh, you know, it's like seeing Mark Hamill scream no after he finds out someone's his father. No spoilers. Um, well, just, when he did that great movie, uh, that TV movie as the trickster, I thought that was his, probably his, his best role. Yeah. Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was just, it was really great seeing uh, that. Uh, and he had some really good stories. And, you know, Pete and I have been going to this thing, we think, at least six times, if not more. We, we've kind of lost count. We're trying to figure that out earlier today, actually. Um, and we only got up to six. Uh, so we've been on Q&As a lot. And, and Pete, I'd say this is probably one of the best we've ever attended. Yeah, so far this is definitely the best Q&A, I believe, that we've we've gone to. Yes, I think, you know, I think Tom Wilson understands that it's more than just ask me a question I answer, ask me a question I answer. You know, he's an entertainer, and that's what he did. He entertained us. And uh, you'd be surprised how many Pete, how many celebrities don't do that um, with the Q&A. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I think his background, not only his background, but he's, you know, he's a stand-up comedian, so that kind of helped him um, probably do the way he did it, you know, the Q&A the way he did it. Right, yeah, because in the beginning, I, I really thought we weren't going to have a Q&A. I thought that he was just going to do a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be fine with that, because he came out guns blazing in regards to his comedy. Yeah, so that was a really good time. So, uh, the Q&A ends, and, um, you know, it's around 7 o'clock at this point, at night, and we decide to go to uh, dinner. Well, pretty much, we, uh, we sat and thought, okay, we've accomplished all of our goals. So, mission one was, John? Uh, LeVar Burton autograph for a friend of ours. Okay. Mission two? Uh, the photo with uh, Buford, Griff, and Biff. All right. Mission, or Tom Wilson. Yeah, mission three, we were just about to do. Uh, let's go eat. Yeah. Now, uh, Pete and I chose a place we've eaten at before that's known in the Pittsburgh area. Um, they have uh, maybe eight uh, restaurants in the area, and it's known as uh, Burgatory. Um, Pete, we like Burgatory a lot. I love Burgatory. I love Burgatory. All types of burgers... Chicken, um, in any form. I mean, you have bison, you have elk. Uh, there is a ton of options at Burgatory. Plus, they have great uh, sides, milkshakes, alcoholic beverages. If you assume to, uh, you want to consume those, um, on our web, on our Twitter page and Facebook page, we're gonna post uh, just some examples of what. What they do offer at Burgatory. 
Right, and they have, uh, I mean, they're known for their burgers and their shakes. Uh, they have what they call hard shakes, which are shakes with alcohol in it, and they have their classic shakes. And so their classic shakes, uh, real quick, caramel pretzel, uh, campfire s'mores, cookie monster, uh, fluffer nutter butter, that's really hard to say, <laughs> salted Nutella crunch. Those are their uh, classic shakes. They also offer, like I said earlier, hard shakes. And they also offer the basic vanilla chocolate or strawberry shakes. Um, their burgers, though, they have, they have some signature burgers, uh, the standard deluxe, tripping chicken, which is what I had tonight, which is delicious, the fat patties veggie, the crab shack, farmer brown, uh, Morty steakhouse, piggy butter and jelly, Rome on the range, which is actually a bison burger, elk gone wild, which is what Pete had tonight, and meet your maker, which is just a whole bunch of meat on a bun with cheese. They also do um, create your own combinations of burgers. So with create your own burger, it's pretty cool, Pete. Uh, they have a, a pad on every table. Right, and you can choose. So basically there's six or seven options that you run through, steps. So you pick what kind of meat you want, which as John went through several of the options there. Uh, pick your bun. Pick your dusting or seasoning of the burger. Then you also have the type of sauce that you want, which there's several options there. The white barbecue, very good, very good. Um, types of cheeses, uh, extra cheeses if you want to. There's also additional toppings like pineapple and other things to that to that uh, matter. Uh, crispy pancetta, which is was good in the last burger I had, uh, not today but previously. Some of your other toppings, and of course, what do you want with it? You want fries, you want baked beans, you want... Potato salad. Which was recommended not to have. Okay. <laughs> so we, um, yeah, so I, look, we've been there three times. It was recommended to me by a co-worker who grew up in the area. Uh, when he found out I'd, got, I'd come to Pittsburgh for this convention, he's like, you have to go to Burgatory. And we heard about it three times ago, and we've gone, we've gone ever since. Every time we've been here since. Uh, and yet to have a bad meal. And it's really a really nice atmosphere. It's laid back. Uh, you know, they they got loaded TVs around the bar. Um, they have fire, not pits, I guess. Well, no, you know, heaters, you know, in the, uh, in the uh, restaurant. Um, just a great overall atmosphere. Great service. Great service. Uh, our service site was Brandy with a Y. Really fun young lady. Uh, was you know joked around very helpful with choosing things off the menu, you know service was quick and courteous and uh, just an overall great experience. We have yet to have a bad time there. Uh, if you're ever in the Pittsburgh area, go to Burgatory. Um, like I said, there are eight locations. We've been to I think two different ones. Three different ones. We've been to three. Two. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I believe we have three. All right, great. Uh, and, and they also have one if you're here for a hockey game or. Uh, a pit basketball game, there's one in the arena, or if you're here for a Steelers game, there's one in the uh, stadium, yeah. Heinz Field. So that's pretty cool. All right, so that was our. Oh, I'm sorry. They also have a selection of milkshakes. Oh, I talked about that. <laughs> but I had the Cookie Monster milkshake, and it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so good, I was already full, 
So I'd forgotten to order a milkshake, but I was full. Like, wait, I forgot my milkshake. The shakes are so good, we had to talk about it twice. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I ate this milkshake. I drank, I mean, you're not drinking it. It's so thick. Yeah, you're chewing it. You're, you're chewing, chewing it. it. And it had little pieces of cookie in it, and it was so good. I didn't even finish the thing, though. Did you like the milkshake, John? <laughs> well, it was okay. It was okay, you, you know. I think it's store-bought, but, you know, no. No, it was a fantastic milkshake. Um yeah, so that was our purgatory experience. Um, we have a great place where, where we've gone to before we're going to tomorrow, and we will talk about that in our next show. Uh, our wrap-up show number two. Wrap-up show number two for tomorrow night. Um, and our goals, Pete. Uh, let's, we don't have any missions, per se, like we did today. Tomorrow's going to be a more relaxed day. But we are going to set some goals. Uh, you want to talk about one or two of our goals? Yeah, one of our, one of our goals is, obviously, as John just alluded to, Great Eats. Uh, but actually at the con is to meet the celebrity, um, you know, to, again, continue meeting the celebrities, not in the non-traditional ways, um, as well as, you know, find those hidden gems of toys and comic books that we may or may have not seen or have. Yeah, you never, I never really come here looking to buy stuff, but I always wind up walking home with some stuff. Um. So, yeah, there might be a print in my future, or there might be a bag of loose tea. Um, there's a great flavor out there. I can't, oh, what was it? Cherry Bomb, it's called. It was like a chocolate cherry, which I really think I'm going to pick up. Um, but this is a tea podcast. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, who knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Our other thing is we're going to try, for you guys that are listening, to get uh, one of these celebrities to do 5, 10, Lord, if we could, 20 minutes with us. Um if we do, obviously you'll hear about it. We'll post it. Uh, if we don't, I think the stories that are generated by us trying will be uh, funny too. Um, so that'll be day two. We look forward to bringing it to you. Um, that's all we got for right now, Pete. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, Peace out. See you later. <laughs>